Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. For Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Another day, another venue, and it's one of my favorite places in all of Montana. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We are on the road again. Our tournament takeover continues. We're coming to you live today from Butte, Montana, baby. We're at Metals Sports Bar. Appreciate uh, Metals for putting us up. We are sitting in uh, actually one of, seriously, my favorite rooms in all the state of Montana. It's the coach's corner here at Metals, surrounded by an unbelievable amount of history. If you've never been here, first of all, Metals used to be uh, the, the primary bank in downtown Butte when Butte was at the height of its mining prowess. And the, the mine's still going. It still is the mining city. But uh, this used to be your one-stop shop. You'd have the, the bottom floor where you could go clean your boots off and, and do the laundry. And then you can take the elevator up a notch and uh, get your paychecks, cash your paychecks at the bank. One more up a notch, get some food. And uh, then the top floor, maybe have yourself some uh, some fun, some entertainment, uh, as it were. Now, though, they've turned this sweet bank into an awesome sports bar. And uh, there's a vault, and it's just it's haunted by history, and I mean that in the best way. And this corner room that I'm sitting in, it has plaques that are homages to all of the great coaches with Butte Roots. If you followed along here on this show, you know uh, I'm really into history, and all roads sort of lead to Butte uh, when it comes to Montana sports history. That's not really literally true, uh, but there is so much history that can be traced from here, so much of the history of sports in Montana, so much of the history 
of the people of Montana can be traced uh, back to Butte. And so in here, I think that there's, oh, I don't know, there's probably close to 100 plaques memorializing all of the great coaches that have come out uh, of this uh, city. And um, to get on the wall, you have to have won a championship of some sort, whether that's a state championship at the high school level or a uh, conference championship at the college level. There's a variety of different qualifications for it, but you have to be a champion of some sort. And you have to have some sort of Butte roots. Either have done it in Butte, uh, at one of the Butte institutions, Butte High School, Butte Central, Montana Tech, or uh, just being from here and then rising to the high levels, so highest levels in some cases. So, I mean, everybody from Jim Sweeney to Sonny Holland, Sam Jankovic to Jiggs Dahlberg, Swede Dahlberg, uh, and then guys like Mick Morris, who, who uh, coached at Missoula Hellgate most recently, Chuck Morrell, who was the head coach at Montana Tech, and now is the defensive coordinator at the University of Washington. So we are surrounded by history right now. And uh, just so happy to be here. Also so excited to take in some high school hoops. It's so funny. I, I haven't been able to hit up a high school state tournament in so long because the Big Sky Conference Tournament, which we just returned from yesterday, it almost always conflicts with the, uh, the high school state tournaments here in the state of Montana. But not so much this year. The uh, Big Sky Tournament got over about five days earlier than it usually does. And so now that's why we're on site here. I'll be headed over to the Butte Civic Center as soon as this show is done. And we'll be catching some action, some fun games uh, that we are very interested in. The Hellgate boys, they're scheduled to tip at 5, but we're, uh, we're about 40 minutes behind at the Class AA tournament right now. The uh, Glacier boys and the Billings West boys, which, is, which was scheduled to tip at 3.30. That just tips. So I guess not bad, actually, about 34 minutes behind. Uh, but the Missoula Hellgate boys scheduled to play in the undefeated semifinal at 5 p.m. And the Missoula Hellgate girls scheduled to play at the AA uh, undefeated semifinal at 6.30 p.m. tonight. Uh, so we'll be very much looking forward to checking those games out. We will have as many real-time results as we possibly can. But we won't be able to tell you about who wins all these shooting matches until Monday. So be sure to tune in on Monday. We have a state championship heavy uh, Nuanas now coming at you. But that's what we're going to do first. We'll take a look uh, around all of the state tournaments going on, boys and girls, double A, A, and B. We'll try to split it up a little bit so I'm just not endlessly reading scores throughout this first hour here. We're also going to talk some spring football. Grizz, Bobcats, uh, the Grizz are underway. The Cats are going to start here uh, pretty soon. So what are a couple of our favorite storylines, or I guess a couple of the most important storylines uh, for spring football for both Montana and Montana State football? That'll be a ongoing and continuing conversation uh, that'll roll on uh, throughout the next couple weeks for sure uh, leading up to the spring games montana spring game april 7th at washington grizzly stadium montana state's sunny holland spring classic april 22nd uh, there at bobcat stadium so a uh, ton of uh, spring football conversation today and upcoming we also got some updates from the naia national tournament only one of the four Frontier Conference teams that made it is out. That's the Rocky Mountain uh, College women. But the Montana Western women, the Carroll College women, and the Montana Tech men all in to the Sweet 16 of the national tournament. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We also have our state championship for girls high school basketball for Class C already set. They started a day early. Uh, so we'll give you a little preview of that as well. I also talked about this earlier in the week. 
But a little bit of a melancholy piece of news. Don Wetzel passed away at the age of 74. Don was a pioneer in the state of Montana, the first man to come off of an Indian reservation in Montana and uh, earn a Division I scholarship and f- earn a Division I degree. Uh, he also, though, has stayed involved in so many different things. The Wetzel name is one that's huge in Montana in basketball across a variety of different levels. And Don's family also had a direct connection to, uh, I guess you could say, the controversy that was associated with the professional football team in Washington. For, for years and years and years, they were known as the Redskins. They've since changed to the Washington Commanders. And uh, certainly, probably, inarguably, a, a good change uh, to get rid of a derogatory name for the franchise. But that change also did not come uh, without a, a somewhat of a loss because although the, the name was derogatory in nature, the logo was very honoring in nature, and it was fashioned after uh, one of the great Blackfeet chiefs uh, of the 20th century, uh, and that man was Don Wetzel's father. And so he, we had always stayed in touch with Don to sort of get the, the in-state and uh, the Native American perspective on the changing of that logo. And it was always a pleasure talking to Don, a guy who played uh, at an all-big sky level for the Montana Grizzlies in the early 1970s, one of the great high school basketball players ever from the state of Montana, led cut bank uh, to a state championship. And so I, I found a conversation that we had with Don a couple years ago. Actually, it's from Tutel Nuanez, when Ryan Tutel was still my partner. And uh, we talked not only about the stuff with the Washington football team, but also we talked extensively just about the lineage of, of Native American basketball in the state of Montana and what that means to the Wetzel family, how they were involved in it, and what they think of just the state of Native ball here in Montana today. So a, a fun conversation, but also an important one to sort of remember uh, a, a man that was a trailblazer in the state of Montana and a guy who was very, very important to his people and uh, just to the fabric of high school and college basketball here uh, in the Treasure State. And then we'll also uh, continue talking about the upcoming NCAA tournament. The Montana State Bobcats are into the big dance for the second year in a row. What sort of seed might they get? What sort of seed might they need? It's been since 2006 that a Big Sky Conference men's basketball team has won a game in the NCAA tournament. I think the seeding and the matchup and the draw have a lot to do with that. Uh, So we'll give you a recent history of what the seeds have been like for Big Sky Conference men's basketball champions where maybe we see Montana State projected. There are tournament sites in Denver, Sacramento, and Des Moines. I think those three are probably the three places where Montana, uh, where Montana State could get sent. And uh, they have probably a handful of potential opponents. Who would be better? Who would be worse? Uh, I'll give you a hint. You don't want to play Baylor. <laughs> you don't want to be a 15th seed playing Baylor in Denver, which is uh, one of the projections at the moment. Uh, that's not uh, that's not a very good draw. But uh, Danny Sprinkle did have some thoughts on it and has, uh, had some thoughts on Montana State's uh, performance, a disappointing one to be sure, last year in the NCAA tournament against Texas Tech. Uh, so we'll keep on talking Big Sky Conference men's basketball as well. To show Outlook, presented by Metals Bar. We are here at Metals in downtown Butte, Montana. If by chance you're in the area, you're streaming the show, uh, you're following us on social media. I'll be down here till 6 o'clock. Swing on by. Maybe you're in town for the AA tournament. Uh, but anytime you're in town here in Butte, swing on by medals. Uh, they do a great job, really friendly staff. 
uh, good food, great drinks, uh, and I even see a sports bet Montana kiosk, although there's no NFL going, so uh, I'm not much of a sports better unless you got some NFL on there for me. But either way, uh, you can get your, your bets done here as well. But, I mean, this is a place worth stopping by, even if you're not going to eat or drink, just because it's such a cool building, the way that they've renovated this old-school bank vault into a sports bar. I mean, it's just really neat. And the place I'm sitting here in the co- coach's corner, uh, certainly one of uh, my favorite places here uh, in the state of Montana. Our tournament takeover, getting a little dip into the high school ranks uh, this year. I'm very excited about that. It's presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Keep your car sparkling clean all year long with Dazzler's. Go check out their unlimited packages starting at $31. You can get Dazzler's Car Washes every single day. They're located right next to us at Radio Way uh, in Missoula, right off of North Reserve. Dazzler's Car Wash, the best car wash in the city of Missoula. It is a Friday, so that means it's a Floco Friday. I want my second Florence coffee. Some of you may be watching on the ESPN MT app. You can see me here coming to you from Metals uh, on the Skype. I'm going to have a little drink here because I'm talking by myself. Oh, yeah. Got the green tea in the life. It's, uh, what, what do they say, antioxidants and uh, caffeine all at the same time. What could be better? Thanks to Florence Coffee. It's Friday night. You can stay up late. All sorts of state championship action to follow. No matter where you're at in the state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. Let's dive into a prep extra. This is the, where I'm sitting. They got the uh, they got the double A tournament streaming for me right here, right uh, live and in person. So this is pretty cool. And uh, so I'll give you real time updates. The game we're watching here, uh, this is Billings West versus uh, Kalispell Glacier. This is a semifinal, an undefeated semifinal in the boys tournament. And the, uh, the winner uh, will advance to the state championship game, and uh, a good one so far. Early in the second quarter, West and Glacier locked at a 16-16 tie. Here's everything else that's gone down. It's presented by Farmers State Bank. Our prep extra always is. Farmers State Bank has an awesome uh, scholarship program going on right now, but you only have about five days left. March 15th, your deadline. They have 10 $10,000 scholarships. That's right, 10 $10,000 scholarships for high school seniors from around western Montana. Visit farmersebank.com backslash scholarships to submit your application. Before we get into these high school scores, breaking news, because I just saw this on the other TV, the Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick. I can't remember the last time the number one overall pick was... Uh, was traded. Maybe we'll look that up uh, during the break. But the Bears trade the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for DJ Moore, as well as the number nine and number 61 picks of this year's draft, a first-round pick next year's draft, a second-round pick in the 2025 draft. That is a haul for the Chicago Bears. I mean, wow. You're the Panthers. You get the number one pick. That's great. You're the Bears, and you get still the number nine pick, plus you get the number 61 pick in this draft, and you get a first-round pick next year? That's amazing. That is a blockbuster trade, and I think indicative (laughs) that the Chicago Bears uh, are going to double down on Justin Fields. Uh, I think we got one of the guys that works at Meadows here who maybe doesn't doesn't like the trick, doesn't like the trade, (laughs) but uh, we'll see. But that's a blockbuster to be sure on uh, either side of that thing. Carolina gets the number one pick, and the uh, Bears 
get four picks plus all-pro wide receiver uh, DJ Moore. Wow. I'm shook. I got a lot. That's a lot to, to, to analyze. Anyways, prep extra, carry on. Uh, Jeff Safford says the last uh, time the number one overall pick was traded, it was when the L.A. Rams and uh, the Tennessee Titans traded. So uh, that was back in 2016. Interesting. All right, so here's some scores from Class AA girls basketball uh, from yesterday into today. Here's how the first round went down at the AA tournament there at the Butte Civic Center. Missoula Hellgate made short work of Bozeman Gallatin, Gallatin's first ever trip to the state tournament. Uh, but Hellgate, they got 23 points and 11 rebounds from Coley Larson. Alex, Alex Colville, their Washington State-bound center, she uh, scored 21 points to lead Hellgate uh, to a 64-52 win over uh, the Raptors of Bozeman Gallatin. Hellgate, they play Billings West tonight at 6.30 in the undefeated semifinal. Billings West... They destroyed Missoula Sentinel 52-26. More on the Spartans here in just a minute. Billings Skyview, a really tough draw for the uh, upstart Big Sky Eagles. Big Sky has some of the best young players in the state. We've been talking about them a lot so far uh, this year. But Skyview, the defending state champs, they have one of the best players in the state of Montana in Brianna Williams. And uh, they beat Big Sky 44-37 to move into the unbeaten semifinals. And they'll take on Cal Spell Flathead, who beat Bozeman 48 to 37. This morning, in loser out action, Missoula Sentinel, they stay alive. They beat Bozeman Gallatin 59 52. So good bounce back by the Spartans. Uh, good job by Tyler Hobbs in his first year there as the head coach at Missoula Sentinel. And uh, Sp- the Spartans, they stay alive. And uh, they will take on. Actually, I'm going to look at the bracket here in a minute. But in terms of the other loser out game, Bozeman. They beat Missoula Big Sky 32-31. Ava Epler, a free throw with 1.3 seconds left, and they eliminate Missoula Big Sky. So uh, Big Sky's out. Bozeman will play the loser of the Hellgate West game uh, here tonight. And let's see, I'm, I'm just scrolling real quick here. Uh, as we get back into the uh, the bracket part of this, sorry, I got a million tabs <laughs> open uh, on the computer right now. Sentinel uh, stays alive by beating Gallatin in girls' hoops, and the Spartans, uh, they'll play the loser of Billings Skyview and Kalispell Flathead. So Gallatin's out, Big Sky's out. Missoula Sentinel will play the loser of Hellgate Billings West, and... Uh, Bozeman will play the loser of Skyview and Flathead. The uh, Hellgate Billings West game again, 6.30 tonight. And Billings Skyview versus Flathead is at 8 p.m. tonight. So that's your uh, your double-A girls action. In the boys tournament, Kalispell Glacier, no trouble with Billings Skyview in the opening round. 65-48, the Wolfpack move on to the undefeated semi. Billings West, they crush Missoula Big Sky, 62-34. Bozeman? They had to come back from a 13-point deficit, but they did it, and they pushed past hometown Butte 77-63, so the Bulldogs get dropped in the loser's bracket, and uh, the Hawks, who played for the Class AA state championship a year ago, lost to Helena Capital. They're into undefeated semis again, and then in the final uh, boys game of the AA tournament, Hellgate beats Gallatin 63-57, 23 points from Easton Sant leads the way for the Hellgate Knights. In Loser out action this morning. Skyview stays alive. 64-57 over Big Sky. 
And Bozeman Gallatin stays alive. They eliminate the host Butte Bulldogs 85-77. So right now, undefeated semifinal action. Glacier and West are playing out in front of me right now. Billings West is up 2019. And right after this, Hellgate uh, will play in the other undefeated uh, semifinal Scheduled for 5. It'll probably be more like 5.30 by the time we get started, and they'll play the Bozeman Hawks. Skyview, they await the winner of this West Glacier, or excuse me, the, the loser of this West Glacier game. And uh, Bozeman-Gallatin, they'll play the loser of the Bozeman-Missoula-Hellgate game. So a lot to be decided still here uh, at the Class AA uh, state tournaments as we come to you live from Metals Bar, downtown Butte, Montana. Happy to be here. It's our tournament takeover. We are here uh, in Butte in part because of our great friends at Uptop Clothing. Uptop Clothing was founded here in Butte by a couple Butte boys, a couple of Butte's favorite sons, the Anderson brothers. Colt Anderson, a famed Grizz football player that went on to play nine seasons in the National Football League and is now a coach with the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, his brother Luke, he's sort of the mastermind behind Uptop and the guy that uh, makes it all go around. The guy that comes up with so many of the great designs and so many of the awesome promotions. And Uptop Clothing, they're the ones that helps bring us here to medals. They're the ones that got this set up for us. And uh, so they are the presenting sponsor of this tournament takeover edition. Get ready for all that madness this month with Uptop Clothing, the official sponsor of ESPN MT's Bracket Challenge. Show off your team spirit and style with Uptop's trendy clothing collections. Plus, Uptop is giving away $500 worth of merchandise to the winners of the ESPN Missoula Bracket Contest. For a limited time, use the promo code ESPN5 at checkout when you visit teamuptop.com. That's ESPN5. That's going to get you $5 off all purchases. Don't wait. Head on over to teamuptop.com. Uptop Clothing, Butte's Finest, reminding you to always take a step back and enjoy the moment. How about some Class A action? We'll get through this quickly. Uh, in the Class A boys tournament, Dylan, they win their first-round game, 57-46. So Terry Thomas's last run as the head coach of the Dylan Beavers remains alive. Thomas is absolutely a Hall of Famer. He's won a handful of championships in football, a handful of championships in basketball. I don't know what it's going to be like following Dylan sports when Coach Thomas isn't there, uh, but he might have one last run left in him. Uh, as the Beavers move past Glendive in the first round. Butte Central, their quest for a repeat state championship continues. They beat Columbia Falls 53-44. Frenchtown gets the best of building Central 52-41. And Lewistown, the uh, number one team in Class A, undefeated. Their 22nd straight victory. They beat Hamilton 60-41 to move into the undefeated semifinals. In loser out action this morning, Glendive stays alive. They eliminate Columbia Falls with a 62-49 win. And Billing Central stays alive. They eliminate Hamilton with a 45-43 victory. So the Bronx go 0-2 at state after a great performance uh, in the Western A Divisional last week. Uh, but still a great season by Travis Bloom and his staff. Tonight, the uh, undefeated semifinals from Bozeman, from Brickbreed and Fieldhouse. Dillon versus Butte Central at 6.30. That should be just an awesome game, man. Contrasting styles to be sure. Dillon's physical and really deep. Butte Central likes to spread it out. Dougie Peoples, one of the best shooters, one of the best scorers in the state of Montana. Uh, so that should be a really, really fun game. And uh, then Frenchtown, they get the next crack 
at the undefeated Fergus County Golden Eagles, and that one tips at 8 p.m. Class A girls, Harden, what a, this is a little bit of a surprise. Harden's very good, but Harden runs past Dillon, 70-57, to 57, dropping the uh, Beavers into the loser's bracket. Laurel gets past Frenchtown, 47-44. We talked about that one a little bit on the show yesterday. Heard from Frenchtown head coach Tim Yeager. Billing Central, no trouble with Hamilton, 71-49. And Haver, no trouble with Browning, 73-53. The beasts from the east, sometimes the narrative's real. All four of the teams from the east in Class A in girls' hoops win their opening round games. So we had nothing but Western A teams in the, uh, the loser's bracket and loser's out game this morning. Frenchtown, they stay alive. They beat Dillon for the second time in as many weekends. And uh, sort of a tough end to the season for Dillon. They were 17-0 at one point, but I think they lost three out of the last five, maybe three out of their last six. It sort of stumbled down the stretch. But Frenchtown, really, really good. We heard from Tim Yeager, the head coach of the uh, Bronx yesterday. Uh, they have a, some really good young talent. And so Frenchtown stays alive for a trophy. By beating Dillon, 45-38. And Hamilton also stays alive for a trophy uh, by beating Browning, 68-47. So, um, Frenchtown will play the loser of Harden and Laurel. That one's on. That one is about to tip right now from Bozeman. And Hamilton will play the loser of Billing Central and Haver. That one takes place at 5 p.m. One last uh, score for you before we take a little break here from Metals Bar in downtown Butte, America. Missoula Loyola, they are up 18-14 to 14 at the end of the first quarter um, at the Class B state tournament. They rolled in the first round past uh, Lodgegrass. It looks like it's actually to halftime there in the Missoula Loyola game. They're up 32-22 over Wolf Point. So Missoula Loyola is certainly one of the favorites coming into the Class B state tournament and uh, looking like it again, up 10 on Wolf Point at halftime. The Missoula Loyola girls, they unfortunately are 0-2. They are out after losing a loser out game this morning 51 to 40 to columbus well class b and class c scores plus some history here in just a little bit also gotta remind you we are getting right down to it our vertical rays players of the year vertical rays and espn mt have partnered we will have class AA and class a players of the year for both boys and girls basketball by the way if you have some really worthy candidates for any of these, boys and girls, AA or A players of the year, but particularly the Class A girls, I'm having a hard time with it because all the teams are really, really team-oriented, and uh, there's, I don't, I don't know, I actually feel kind of uncomfortable giving an a award to an individual player. We might just pick a team from Class A girls because there's so many well-rounded teams. But if you have any ideas or candidates or arguments for who should be our Class A and Class AA Vertical Rays Players of the Year. Text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Next week or the week after, we will uh, we'll be making official decisions on these. But thanks to Vertical Rays uh, for their awesome support and for their awesome idea of this. I've wanted to give away awards for a long time. And uh, thanks to Pete Hamill, the Vertical Rays rep in Montana, in western Montana, for coming up with this great idea. The foundation of Vertical Rays' success is built upon their best-in-class email deliverability, detailed tracking, and the complete personalization of every player's page. Combining this proprietary system with experienced on-site reps like Pete makes Vertical Rays the most effective donation platform 
on the market, trusted by coaches across the nation for high school and college sports fundraisers, Vertical Raise. If you need to raise money for your organization, need to raise money for your high school sports team, visit verticalraise.com, or you can email Pete at PeteH at verticalraise.com. No one is now live from Butte, Montana. We're at Metals Bar. If you're in and around the area, come say hi to us. We'll give you some history. We'll give you some Class B and some Class C scores, and we'll talk both Grizz and Cat spring football. All that next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I'm surrounded by giants. Not literally, but what an homage to history. Welcome back to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app coming to you live from Metals Sports Bar here in downtown Butte, Montana. Class AA tournament rolling right now. And, uh, we are sitting here in the coach's corner at Metals. There is probably 100-plus plaques giving homage to all of the great lineage of coaches and athletes that come from Butte, Montana. So right now I'm sitting right below a plaque dedicated to Harley Lewis. Those of a certain age around Missoula and around Montana remember Harley. He's still alive. Uh, he was one of our inductees of the Montana Football Hall of Fame recently. What a guy. Harley Lewis Competed in football and basketball at Butte High. He wanted to compete at the University of Montana in track. He got into coaching first at the University of Portland and then returned and was the longtime track coach at UM, probably widely considered the greatest track coach in Grizz history. His teams won multiple league titles, and Lewis served then as the athletic director at Montana. He is the man that oversaw the construction of Washington Grizzly Stadium for the football team. So just one of many examples here. Uh, at the coach's corner here at Metal Sports Bar. I'm also sitting right in front of the plaque of the one and only man, Bob Green. He has become sort of a, a caricature of himself because his hilarious sayings and, and just one-liner reels have gone viral. But Bob Green was the longtime football coach here at Montana Tech in Butte. He now works uh, for the Tech Administration. He won more games in football at Montana Tech than any previous coach. He got the Ore Diggers for over 20 years on the football gridiron. 
Led the Ordeers of the Frontier Conference in 92, 96, and 97. His 96 team played in the national championship game at the NAIA level. It was the first time the Ordeers had ever played uh, in the contest. If you don't know about Bob Green, not only as a coach, but also just as a hilarious member of the uh, sort of the lineage of, of Montana um, sports, such a hilarious person. If you're in and around the area, come hang out with us because uh, you can read all these plaques and see exactly what I'm talking about. Thanks to Dave and his team here at Metals for putting us up and uh, really appreciate them for uh, hosting us. And uh, we'll have more updates as we progress here from the Class AA state tournaments. Billings West right now up on Kalispell Glacier, 25-23. It's halftime in that boys' undefeated semifinal. At the Class B tournament, the Missoula Loyola boys, they lead 53-40 to in the undefeated semifinal uh, against Wolf Point. Let's take a look at our Stockman Bank scoreboard, Class B style. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Class B girls, yesterday, Big Fork, the number one overall seed. They drill Baker 52-38. Huntley Project, no trouble with Wolf Point, 70-28. Malta gets past Columbus, 45-38. And Big Timber drops Missoula Loyola into the loser's bracket, 43-34. Loser out, Class B girls action. Baker sends Wolf Point pack in 71-39. And Columbus, they end Missoula Loyola season 51-40. So um, Big Fork and Huntley playing right now. And the loser of that game will play Baker. And uh, Malta and Big Timber playing right now. The loser of that one will play Columbus. And the Class B tournament, Loyola had no, the boys that is, Loyola had no trouble with Lodgegrass yesterday, 83-56. to Wolf Point won in thrilling fashion on a corner three-pointer at the buzzer to take down Columbus, 65-62. Malta raced past Lame Deer, 68-49. And Big Fork gets past Red Lodge, 55-48. Columbus beats Lodgegrass in loser-out action this morning. And Red Lodge beats Lame Deer, 75-58 in loser-out action this morning. So uh, Loyola, if that result holds... They'll be playing for the Class B State Championship, and they will play the winner of Malta and Big Fork. But they gotta, they got to get through. they got to get past. they got to hold on. So uh, I'll give you as many updates on that Loyola game as I can. I guess now we got a, a most recent update. There's only a minute and 26 seconds left, and the Rams are up 57-48. Cade Staffney, who hit the game-winning three-pointer for Wolf Point last night, he hit uh, a three-pointer to cut it to single digits for Wolf Point, uh, but they might be running out of time. As we sit here in the mining city, I don't know if I've ever told this story. I think I probably have on this show. But uh, it's funny because people from Montana take such a great amount of pride in being from Montana. And my family, it's funny because my family is from Montana, but we didn't live here for like 80 years. (laughs) My mom's side of the family, her mother... Her mother's mother, so that would be my great-grandmother, my mother's grandmother, was, as they call it, the first decent woman in Helena, Montana. When Helena had the gold rush going there in the 1800s, uh, my grandmother moved out here, and uh, the first decent woman in, uh, in, the, Helena, in, in the state capital of Helena. Uh, then her husband, Percy Strobel, he got hit by a streetcar in Anaconda and died. So she was widowed. Uh, and so then she went on to, to become remarried. But that part of the family history then stems into Butte. 
because uh, the, the Strobel's connection to the gamers, uh, that's my family as well. If you've ever been to Butte, Montana, there's Gamers Cafe, Gamers Shoe Store. As I sit here at Metal Sports Bar, Gamers Cafe is just right, right over across the way, just over there in the corner. But then my immediate family, my grandmother, moved away from Montana. And I, I, I guess I'm trying to think of the timeline. She was born in 1918, so uh, probably in the 20s or 30s. Mom, if you're listening, text me and let me know the, the actual timeline. But my grandmother moved away from Montana uh, at least in the 20s, or probably at least at the latest in the 30s. And then my family did not return to Montana until 1993. So we have deep Montana roots, although we spent close to two generations not in Montana at all. But it's always fun for me to be back in Butte. I, I always feel a sense of place and a sense of home uh, when I'm here. And... Uh, it's just great being a Montana man. It's so it's so awesome having uh, the history and the lineage and, and all that in our roots and our blood. And uh, this is, as we sit here today, one of the most historic cities uh, in all the Western United States. If you've been watching the uh, the local news, you've seen some of the highlights. But how about the job that Montana Tech men's basketball has done with their basketball program? Not only in winning, but in just igniting the fan base, igniting the students. And just making it an unbelievable environment to watch basketball. Tech was the Frontier Conference champions, both in the regular season and in the tournament. That's two years in a row they've done that. And uh, over the weekend, they defeated Thomas Moore of Kentucky 77-72 in overtime to advance to the uh, Sweet 16 of the NAIA National Tournament. So the Diggers, they're the number four seed uh, in that side of the bracket and one of the 16 teams left in the NAIA National Tournament. Uh, they have so much Montana flavor on their roster. Uh, it's just awesome to see. Caleb Belich, who was a Montana high school standout, uh, I, I would venture to say even a Montana high school legend during his time playing at Manhattan Christian. He started his career with Montana State, but then transferred to Montana Tech. And this last year, uh, the six-seven forward, he was the Frontier Conference Player of the Year he averaged uh, almost 19 points per game, shot 42, 47% excuse me, from the floor, uh, also averaged about five rebounds per game, and uh, helped the Diggers to their second consecutive Frontier Conference Championship. He did get hurt in that tournament game. I haven't heard an update on whether he will play or not. But other names on the Montana Tech roster that you might recognize, guys that we've talked about on this show, Levi Torgerson's a freshman guard there. He's a Great Falls High product, who was a great player there at Great Falls. Kendall Lawrence, who started his high school career at Missoula Big Sky and then was on a uh, state championship team at Missoula Hellgate, played with Raleigh Wooster and the like. Uh, he's also on this tech roster. Krishan Dixon, who was actually one of the best um, football players in the state out of Billings Central. I thought he was one of the top prospects in the state. Thought he might play cornerback for either the Cats or the Grizz. Ended up going to uh, junior college uh, and then transferring back to Montana Tech. But he's a junior guard on this uh, Montana Tech team. Bridger Deaton, who's from Missoula Hellgate, uh, the younger brother, or I guess the uh, yeah the, the younger brother, excuse me, of Lexi Deaton, who plays for the Montana State women's basketball team. Uh, Bridger's also on this team. Sawyer Payton, who's from Shoto, who's a great player uh, in high school and at Carroll College. Ty Hughes, who's the youngest son of former Montana State head coach, 
Uh, Brad Hughes out of Bozeman, Montana. He's also on the squad. Owen Long, who helped lead three forks to the Class B State Championship, is also uh, on this Tech squad. So a lot of familiar names, and that's what makes Frontier Conference basketball uh, just pretty fun is just the, the, the connections to the high school ranks in Montana. And uh, you, you gotta you got to just give so much credit to Adam Hyatt, the head coach at Montana Tech, for getting a role like he has here in the Mining City. And I, uh, I hearken back to... Several years ago, this was, I think, the, the COVID year when the basketball teams were playing in front of nobody. But in the non-conference that year, Montana Tech came to Missoula and they beat the Grizz. And the entire storyline, especially for people listening on our Western Montana radio dial, was SOS, you know, Grizz basketball, what's going on with the Grizz? And how could they possibly lose to Tech? But there wasn't any sort of praise, at least in the Western Montana world, for the accomplishment by Tech, and that was certainly a harbinger of things to come. I mean, Tech has been outstanding since that win, and, uh, you know, maybe it wasn't nearly the upset that people wanted to believe. I mean, it's always an upset when Frontier Conference beats Big Sky Conference, NAIA beats Division One. But this Montana Tech team this year, they're 28-4. and Last year, they were 27-7, and and the year they beat the Grizz, uh, they had a winning record as well. So um, certainly they've done a great job building it up. It's, uh, it's impressive to watch, and uh, we'll see how they do uh, in their national semifinal contest, uh, or national quarterfinal contest, excuse me, uh, on Monday at 7 p.m. Well, I was now coming to you live from Butte, Montana. The snow flurries are back. I couldn't see a dang thing between Missoula and Drummond, uh, but now uh, it was pretty good between Drummond and Butte, but... Uh, out the window here, the snow is uh, blowing all around, blowing all crazy. A couple other Frontier Conference notes for you. Uh, the Montana Western women, they beat Sterling, Kansas, 72-68 to advance to the round of 16. Carroll College rallied uh, from a deficit to beat Jamestown, 73-60. to So both of them in the Sweet 16 and the Rocky Mountain College women, they lost to Lewis and Clark State. So their season is over. Uh, but still, two women's basketball teams from the Frontier and one uh, from the uh, – men's side of the Frontier Conference still remain alive in the NAIA National Tournament. Our tournament takeover, presented in part by Palmer's Drug and Lolo Drug. When it comes to your health and particularly your medication, it's important to know the folks helping helping to care for you. Lolo Drug is located there in the heart of Lolo. It's locally owned and operated, located at 103 Glacier Drive. Pharmacist Corey and his team, they'll always treat you like their neighbors. Skip the long lines and the impersonal service. Instead, let Lolo Drug let you feel like you matter because you do. Lolo Drug, your friendly neighborhood pharmacy located off Highway 93 on Glacier Drive in Lolo. I've been teasing it, but we'll actually get into it. How about some spring ball talk? Top storylines for both Montana and Montana State with spring ball in the midst at UM and uh, upcoming for Montana State. Football talk on a basketball weekend here from the Mining City. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. 
Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I was really wishing that I could fly (laughs) when I was driving through Bear Mouth on the way to Butte, Montana from Missoula. Holy cow. Sometimes I love it, though. Sometimes, like, the challenge of just, like, how crazy the conditions can be in Montana. I know people think I'm sick in the head. You know, I always keep it safe. You know, don't go, don't go too fast. But sometimes the challenge of it is, is thrilling. I don't know. I, I, I Sometimes I love it. It was wild, though, getting over here to Butte from, from the Garden City uh, earlier today. But happy to be here. Coming to you live. Nuana's now from Metals Sports Bar right here off Park Street here in downtown Butte. It's blustering, blowing, blizzarding outside right now, but we are on hand here for the Class AA State Basketball Tournament late in the third quarter in an undefeated semifinals game between Billings West and Glacier. West leads the Wolfpack 38-30. Our tournament takeover sending us on the road from Boise to Butte and then wherever they send us next weekend for the NCAA tournament, it's presented in part by Grey Wolf Peak Casino. Grey Wolf Peak Casino, you can win over $1 million in cash and prizes in the Million Dollar March Mania Challenge. $1 million for a perfect tournament bracket for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Plus, they're giving away $100,000 for a perfect 25-question prop card. You can also get free instant rewards all week, every week. As March Madness descends upon it, plus over $11,000 in guaranteed cash and prizes. Visit Grey Wolf Peak Casino or any of the SKG casinos to find out more about their million-dollar March Mania challenge. Class C, they started a day early. So the uh, Class C tournament, we already have a uh, championship game set for the girls. Twin Bridges, they upset Royd Winifred, 44-42 in the undefeated semifinal. Uh, So Twin Bridges, always a strong program, and they're headed back uh, to the Class C State Championship game. They will take on Seiko Whitewater-Hinsdale. Seiko Whitewater-Hinsdale, they crushed Manhattan Christian, 52-25. So Twin Bridges, Seiko Whitewater-Hinsdale, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Player to watch in that one, Tegan Erickson. She is a junior at Seiko uh, Whitewater-Hinsdale. She's 6'2", and she can dunk. (laughs) <laughs> Amazing. She's already getting recruited by Montana State. There's actually rumors out there that she's committed to Montana State. We have not gotten any official confirmation for that. Wow, big dunk uh, for Glacier in the uh, West Glacier game here. Always oh, cool to see a high school kid rise up and slam it home. Uh, but Class C State Championship, Twin Bridges versus Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale on the girls' side. Uh, should be a really good one. On the guys' side, the undefeated semifinals tonight feature defending champion Manhattan Christian versus Belt at 6 p.m., and Broadus takes on Big Sandy at 7.30. Uh, Broadus is into the undefeated semifinal after destroying Lone Peak 66-38. And Big Sandy, they're into the undefeated semi after taking care of business 60-47 to over Luster Christian. Luster Christian had won 23 straight games before that loss. So a bit of an upset there, but Big Sandy, always one of the best uh, in Class C. So we'll see who emerges out of Manhattan Christian and Belt, Broadus, and Big Sandy. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Let's talk some spring football. We'll continue talking spring football in hour number two as well. 
Uh, but the Grizz are uh, into their second week of spring football. And the number one storyline I think worth watching is the number one storyline worth watching basically uh, until we find a definitive uh, analysis of it. And it might even take till midway or late in the upcoming season. This might be eight, nine, ten months worth of analyzing. But if you haven't heard, the Grizz completely reshuffled their coaching staff. The first domino, Kent Bear and Barry Sachs. Kent Bear, the defensive coordinator. Barry Sachs, the defensive line coach. Both of them stepped away from the, pro- from the, uh, from the program. Kent Bear, not officially retired yet, although he has coached 50-plus years in college football. Barry Sachs, 42 years of college football. He is officially retired. Mike Linehan has been hired as the Grizz defensive line coach. And uh, that's the only real new addition to the staff. The rest of it went down like this. Ronnie Bradford has been promoted to defensive coordinator. He coached corners last year for the Grizz. Bradford also set to catch the secondary. Uh, they might add a second uh, secondary coach, either a corners coach, safeties coach, or just a, a you know general secondary coach because they do have another spot that they could add. Roger Cooper moves from coaching safeties to coaching linebackers. I think that's probably a good fit because Roger Cooper himself was an all-time great linebacker. Uh, the 2003, excuse me, 2004 Big Sky Conference MVP at Montana State. Uh, so that probably a little bit of a better fit. And then, like I mentioned, uh, Mike Linehan up there coaching defensive line. Uh, then on offense, Tim Rosenbaugh, uh, he was reassigned as an offensive analyst and the director of high school relations for uh, the Grizz. Brent Pease, the new offensive coordinator after coaching receivers the last several years. Pease will also coach quarterbacks which probably makes a little more sense because he was himself an outstanding and record-setting quarterback for the Grizz, and they played professionally for a handful of years before then returning to his alma mater. Pease has been the OC at Montana before, back in the late 90s. He was the OC from 96 to 98. Uh, So we'll see how much of uh, a difference in X's and O's in play calling there is uh, with Coach Pease calling the offense. And they got a reshuffling on the offensive line as well. Chad Germer remains the interior offensive line coach. Rob Fennessy will then coach tight ends and offensive tackles. Not sure how that's going to work. Yeah, that's probably my biggest question mark. We got a text from a listener uh, a little while ago when I was asking if anybody had ever done co-offensive line coaches, and they actually reminded me of when uh, the Grizz actually had co-offensive line coaches back in the early 2010s when Robin Flugrad was the head coach there at Montana. Uh, Bob Beers shared the offensive line duties. I can't remember who he shared them with, but they did a, a similar thing with interior and exterior offensive line and tight ends. I don't know. It seems like a terrible idea to me because I think one of the keys to offensive line play is continuity. I also don't know how the guy, you know, like when they're doing individual stuff, when the offensive line's over here and the tight ends are over here, where's Rob Fennessy at? I I don't really know how that's going to work, but maybe that's part of just the the revamped uh, offensive line scheme, the revamped offensive scheme. Not sure. And then the final reshuffling was Bryce Erickson, who's coached tight ends for the last couple of years, moving then to coach wide receivers to replace Pease, who's now calling the plays. So this is one of those ones where I really have no clue how it's going to work. Uh, the, you know, the skeptic in me thinks that there's, you know, it's not a good idea. It's not catering to improvement to just shuffle everybody all around. But then when you actually break it down, I mean, I think it all comes down to how different are the play callers? Are they an upgrade in play calling? I'm not sure. You know, Ronnie Bradford has never been a defensive coordinator, so how does that work? Uh, Brent Pease, I do expect fully to be an upgraded offensive coordinator. I thought he should have been the OC all along. 
Uh, he's got the, the greatest um, prestige to his resume. And uh, I think that that was maybe one of the things that ailed Montana on the offensive side of the ball was just too many cooks in the kitchen. So having maybe one defined play caller, one defined leader, maybe that helps. Um, I'm not sure. Can Bradford be as rapid fire and as solid of a play caller as um, as Bear was? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but lots of stuff to analyze, and we'll keep on analyzing at Grizz Spring Ball question marks in the second hour here of Nuanas Now. Real-time update here from the Class AA State Tournament in Butte. Billings West clinging to a 40-37 to lead over Kalispell Glacier. There's about six minutes left in this one. Um, the winner of this going to the state championship game. Billings West is the top seed uh, out of the Eastern AA. And uh, Glacier, though, giving them everything they can. And uh, the winner of this one will play the winner of this afternoon's matchup between Missoula Hellgate and Bozeman. So we were, we'll look at, we're looking forward to going over to the Butte Civic Center to check that matchup out as soon as we get done here. Also, final from Great Falls, Missoula Loyola, they take care of Wolf Point, 63-48. to 48. Uh, So Missoula Loyola into the state championship game uh, at the Class B level. Our real-time updates will continue from across all four classifications of high school basketball. We also have more storylines for the Grizz, plus a couple storylines for the Cats when it comes to spring football, and we have an interview. With the late Don Wetzel Sr., one of the great Native American basketball players to ever come out of the state of Montana, who passed away, unfortunately, at the age of 74 last week. All that in a jam-packed hour number two, live from Metals Bar in downtown Butte, Montana. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. Hour two, Nuwana is now coming at you. CSPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 